Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are talking Step 12, love, and our topic tonight is no judgment. This is Kelly Fox. I thank you for coming and listening and uh, hopefully um, getting a lot out of the this uh, podcast. And with me tonight is my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well. Happy to be here, as always. Yes. We love doing this podcast. Uh, It uh, enriches and expands our lives, and so we hope that it does the same for you. Uh, Last week, we talked about uh, love and um, all the different aspects of that, and we talked about the importance of self-love and self-care. And so tonight, we're going to be talking about no judgment, as I said, and I want to start off with Terry. How do you see love and no judgment uh, connected in the sense of how if you're judging yourself, uh, you're probably not loving yourself? <laughs> That's pretty plain, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, when you, when I think of no judgment and love in the same sentence, I think of unconditional love. And for mm-hmm. me, unconditional, you know, unconditional love is, is uh, no expectations, which we talk about a lot on in Fearless Living, uh, no expectations, loving without expecting something in return, loving yourself without expecting yourself to be perfect. Uh, really just unconditional love is uh, no, no strength attached, you know, whether a mm-hmm. person lives up to your expectations or you live up to your expectations. It's about having an intention and that intention is to love without judgment. And I think that can cross over in a lot of areas in our life, in our relationships, in our work, in uh, in our relationship with our spirituality. It's not beating yourself up. It's having compassion. It's seeing gratitude. It's kind of, like a culmination of all the steps that we've talked about since the beginning uh, last mm-hmm. October when we set our intentions and my intention, I think Kelly and I ended up with the same intention this year. And that was to be in alignment with our values when we talk about uh, fearless living and the choices we make. And so when you think about unconditional love, which is love without judgment, it really is being able to take all of the steps of the 12 steps to, you know, the pathway to change and integrate those into your life. And so I see that as, as really a, a, a synchronization, a synchronization, a culmination of all the steps. And that's being able to love oneself without judgment and to love others without judgment. And to me, that's unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find that when I am judging something that I've done or something that I've said, uh, it's all wrapped up in me beating myself up. 
And so mm-hmm. that's definitely not self-love. And um, in the book that I'm reading, uh, now I can't remember what it's called, but in this book that I'm reading, <laughs> um, what's the name of it? You're reading it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a book living? about needs. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Peaceful living. Peaceful living. All right. Awesome. Um, it talks about that. It talks about how all of our actions are motivated by needs. And so if we are making these choices out of trying to meet a need, then there's really not any judgment to be had on our choices. Um, there is reflection and saying, okay, what need was I trying to meet at that point? And can I meet that need in a way that is more aligned with uh, my intention, my values, you know, whatever it may be. And that is a healthy way of of loving yourself through something that you're, you know, may not, something that you feel is uh, contradictory to uh, your intention or your values. And I think that the more we can do that, um, reflect, not judge, um, then we can love ourselves more through that. I think that um, that that process shows compassion for ourselves and leaves room for, um, you know, not being perfect. And also people always talk about uh, how failure is how we grow. It's not, uh, it's not a it's not a stopping point or an end point. It's just something that happens along the process. And so, if we're thinking of ourselves as, oh, I failed this, you know, um, or whatnot, you only fail if you don't try again, if you don't get back up, if you if you give up. That is the true failure. But um, having something not work out or um, not being able to finish something on time or feeling like you're not living up to your responsibilities in the way that you would like to, that's just an opportunity to, uh, to grow. That's an opportunity to uh, reflect on what could possibly support you in uh, trying again, or, uh, you know, it could help you to find that support you need to learn the skills that you may be lacking to do that job better. Um, and so I think that that, you know, I think that there just, there's lots of things that we can do other than judging what we've done uh, and beating ourselves up for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I just I think that uh, I know in the schools, now we try to teach young people what they call a growth mindset, which means that their mistakes are just an opportunity to grow and to learn. And I believe that, that that's a, I know that that's a, you know, a different way of looking at, at life and looking at, at the opportunities we have in order to, to grow and to become more proficient and, just to, to be able to learn as we as we travel along the road, you know, and I think that that's a really healthy way to teach our young people to 
love themselves and to see life as a journey and an opportunity to grow rather than, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, I made a mistake, which I think that that, you know, I think that that's kind of been the way way it's been is, we we've looked at oh my gosh they they made a mistake what's their deficiency how do we mediate that deficiency rather than oh wow that's a real opportunity to learn and to look at this and to to move forward and I think that is very positive um, in our education system right now that we're looking at uh, mistakes or errors as being a, a real opportunity to grow rather than oh my gosh they made a mistake so what are we going to do about that. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think when we can when we can look at those those situations as opportunities to uh to ask for help, to grow, um to try something in a different way, to be more creative, um to be a problem solver, um you know, all those different things, I think that that really is supporting us in loving ourselves more. And seeing uh, seeing our lives in a more expansive way. When we when we see only one solution, you know, we're we're being very single minded. And when we can open up our possibilities to multiple ways of moving forward, then that really supports us um, in moving forward and letting go of that judgment. Mhm. Yep. Yeah, that really, I think that that's a a very positive, you know, sometimes people say there's nothing positive in our school systems today. I I disagree. And I mean, I retired 15 years ago from teaching and I've seen, I started teaching many, many years ago, like over 50 years ago. And I've seen things come and go and I've seen attitudes change towards education and I've seen, um, you know, times when when we were looking at kids as and education as a business, and we were turn you know turning out products rather than looking at children as human beings who have a variety of needs, and those needs can be met in a variety of ways. And one one you know system doesn't meet the needs of all kids. And looking at learning in a much more open, loving you know loving way, accepting. Um, individual differences and, and ways of learning and addressing those in a more creative, open way and looking at learning as an ongoing process. And I think that's one of the things that Curtis Living recognizes in, when we talk about the fear, wheel of fear and the wheel of freedom is that we're all unique and we all have different ways of processing and that, that that's not a deficit. It's actually a real advantage. And I, mm-hmm. I love that. We're looking at about that. We're looking at that in our education system as well. I think that's very positive. Mm-hmm. Terry, is there a situation where um, you can remember uh, that you were judging yourself, and and how how that uh, how that was, and then a situation where um, you didn't judge yourself, and how that went. Well, I I think I've shared before on on the show that I that I was a perfectionist, and that that brought mm-hmm. me a lot of grief and pain in my life because I felt like I had to be perfect. Well, there is no such thing as perfection in this world. You know, it's it's a myth. 
we we mm-hmm. uh, are here to learn and to grow, and we're here to have challenges and and actually to make mistakes so that we can grow and learn. And so I beat myself up all the time and didn't have any self love. I was uh, definitely felt my I felt that I was deficient anytime I couldn't reach this unreachable goal of perfection that I had set for myself and thinking that the only way I could be good enough was to be perfect. So I think that's a that's an example that I've I've shared before about how important it is to to love yourself and to see yourself as an individual, a unique individual with talents and gifts and opportunities to learn through the experiences. And many of those experiences will be challenges. And yet to see the opportunity and the gratitude in those challenges and love yourself because you're willing to, to be courageous and to face those challenges and to, to love yourself and, and to see that you're doing the best you can when you can and, and just, you know, that being your goal to do the best you can. And in my mm-hmm. life, I, I have a spiritual belief that I do the best I can. And then my higher power, which is God will help me to do the rest. And I think that being vulnerable and relying on my, my spiritual strength and, and being willing to learn and to say, gee, I don't know that. And, and that not mean something to beat myself up over, but to, to celebrate that I can search that out. I can learn, I can be a lifelong learner and, and have that passion for learning new things and from learning from my challenges. So I think Mm -hmm. I've learned to not beat myself up and I've learned to love myself because I'm willing to be vulnerable and open and to seek opportunities and the steps that we've learned in this pathway to change. And I think it all, again, I'm, I think it all works together to help us to have that self-love, which allows us then to love others with authenticity. Yeah, absolutely. I find, I mean, if I think back in my life, um, there's a lot of things that I didn't try or I didn't do because I judged the situation as too hard or um, I felt like I couldn't do it well, so I didn't even want to try it at all. And so mm-hmm. judging myself even before I approached something um, was something that I did very often. And and now, well, for a while now, but now I just try things. And, you know, if they turn out great, if they don't, fine. Um, you know, I'm, I will experiment in my cooking. Um, uh, I started to have um, a love for baking. And um, those were things that I never would have done before. You know, I had this excuse that, well, I was the youngest in my family and I never really was taught, you know, our kitchen was small and I was always told to get out. You know, I have all these different excuses of why I don't know how to do this or that. And I was able to let those judgments go, let those excuses go and just try. And now, you know, I feel like I'm pretty good with cupcakes. I make my homemade (laughs) peanut butter frosting that everybody loves in my family. Um, And I, you know, I start trying new things and, you know, I don't worry if it if it turns out perfect or um, if everybody loves it or or whatnot. And 
And I just, I just have fun with it. And I think that when we can, when we can do that, when we can experiment, when we can um, walk into the unknown and be open to whatever happens, happens. Um, I think that we can have more fun in life. I think we enjoy the situation more. Um, you know, we, we just, you know, we just have a better experience overall. Another thing that I used to have difficulty with was driving. Um, I was kind of a, well, I was a really nervous driver and, uh, I felt like I was not experienced enough, um, And so uh, I didn't get my license until I was 21. So, you know, I felt like, you know, I just, it was something that I I just didn't really like doing, especially, you know, merging on and off the freeway or trying to um, maneuver through thick traffic. Um, You know, it just really stressed me out. And now I, I drive on the freeway every day. Um, you know, and, and all over the place. And, um, even, even with going places that I've never been before, I just turn on my GPS and I take off. Um, and I, I can trust myself to be able to do those things now. And I've let go of those judgments, um, on my abilities. And so I'm not a nervous wreck anymore. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm able to just, to just go out and and do things easier. And I think that, you know, that's just another example of how we, you know, how we can let go of those fears and we can, you know, um, be more of the, we can show up more as the person we want to, we want to show up as and the person we want to be and do those things that we want to do with less stress, less anxiety, you know, less judgment of our ability and just, just go out and do. Mm-hmm. And I really think that it helps with our risk taking, you know, um, when we're not judging ourselves, we can step out of that comfort zone a little bit easier, step out, step out of that stretch zone a little bit easier um, because we're not expecting um, perfection or we're not expecting to be able to know everything the first time or expect every, you know, every little detail, um, you know, our first time out or our second time out or our third time out, right? We give ourselves um, time to have that process of practice and um, and learning when, when we let go of that judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I was working with a client. I was working with a client today and and she made the connection just kind of like that what you're saying right now. She made the connection with her wheel of fear being triggered by her judgment, really. Judgment of others mm-hmm. and and uh really bringing her her down and being judgmental and in the same process having a bit of pride and she was saying, you know, that I don't want to be that kind of a person. And it really mm-hmm. was like, wow, I just, I just figured that out, you know? And she was really excited yeah. because uh, she, de- she didn't definitely judgment wasn't a, a, way, a way that she wanted to see herself. And yet she was trapped in that, you know, kind of trapped in that. 
It was mm-hmm. really interesting uh, to see how she was able to come to that, just thinking about how she judged others and then how that affected her love for herself because then she was shamed. You know, she felt shame, which shame yeah. really brings on uh, beating yourself up, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Judgment I plays think- a really big, really big part. I mean, judgment, when you think about it, it's, it's a behavior uh, a response. It's a fear response. It really is. Yes. Yeah, and I think shame is judgment because you're judging yourself um, mm-hmm. and whatever you're doing as this bad thing, right? This shameful thing that you did, and so that's born out of judgment and and fear. Mhm. Because your fear is telling you that whatever you did or whatever you said or whatever the situation was, was a a shameful thing. Your fear Mm -hmm. is judging what you did and, and telling you that you need to, you need to be shameful about it. Yeah. So we are running down on our time. What would be the, the number one thing that you would want our listeners to get from tonight? Well, I think if they're, if they're experiencing where they're beating themselves up and feeling not good enough and they're striving for, for perfection because perfection is, perfection is an addiction. If they're striving for that, then I would ask them to stop and, and think about, uh, loving themselves and what what can they do to switch that beating themselves up to, to having some kind of acknowledgement for getting out of their comfort zone or for trying to do their best and and for you know looking at do I love myself do I am I being unrealistic am I you know just to really think about what they're doing to themselves when they when they're judgmental because I think if you can understand the negativity of judging oneself and where it puts you in your what you want to be, what your soul intended you to be, and you can start to recognize that as a fear response and as a self-destructive behavior, then you can start to, to access proactive behaviors and get off of your will of fear and, and just really work towards loving yourself and what does that mean? What does that feel like? And what does that look like? And how can I start to practice loving myself, have an intention to give myself, let myself uh, acknowledge myself, uh, love myself, give myself credit for what I do, give myself permission to be vulnerable, all those things that we can do that will allow us to, to learn to love ourselves. And it, it's going to take time and, and it's going to take intention. It's going to take gratitude. It's going to take seeing the opportunities, all of these steps that we've been talking about all year culminate in, in learning to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with everything you said. I think if we can let go of the judgment, it's going to allow us to risk more, which is going to bring us closer to our freedom and closer to um, the life that we want to be living I think also when we let go of that judgment, we can have more peace, uh, more love for ourselves, more fun, more adventure, 
mm-hmm. and uh, just um, a more full life. Um, I think that when we can let go of that judgment, we can really begin to to see ourselves more clearly, um, to see ourselves maybe more of like the way that others are seeing us. Um, mm. You know, uh, that we can accept love, we can accept compliments, we can accept, um, you know, help uh, and service more because we're not judging uh, the reason why people are offering those things to us. Um, You know, we can trust ourselves more, we can trust others more. um, And I think that, I think that those are all things that we really we really want to be able to do. Um, and I know that, I know that in my life it's definitely supported me in stepping out of my comfort zone and owning my voice, owning my space, um, being able to speak up, um, being able to try new things, being able to allow myself to be a beginner. Uh, and and to practice and uh, to to you know mess up in a sense um, and to be able to do all of those things without beating myself up over it um, you know tearing myself down with that judgment of oh Kelly you messed this up you know why can't you get this right you're never gonna get this right um, you know and all all of those things that I would that I would tell myself, and I'm not saying that I don't still occasionally do that, um, but I know when we can look at all of these situations as an opportunity to reflect, an opportunity to, um, you know, take stock on, you know, our choices and what's motivating them, what are those needs that we're trying to meet and and say, you know, is there a better way, uh, is there a more creative way or is there whatever way that I can meet this need than this uh, current behavior that, um, that I, or this current way that I'm choosing to meet it, one that aligns mm-hmm. more with my values or one that shows more self-love, one that shows more compassion, um, whatever that may be, and having, which is awareness, right, which is the first step, um, and then being willing to to change that, right, being willing to take that step out of our comfort zone and try something different, maybe try something that we have no idea um, how it's going to turn out, right, taking Mm -hmm. that risk and just going for it. Um, you know, I think that when we can let go of that judgment, all things are possible. When we can surrender that judgment, you know, um, those possibilities open up. And we're also able to live more in that present moment because we're not worried about what we did or um, we're we're not worrying about people's motives. We're not worrying about um, you know, where the situa- situation might lead and can we handle it? Can we, um, can we step up to the plate? Um, because we know we're just going to go for it. And that mm-hmm. whatever happens, happens. And that's what's meant to happen on our process and our, our path. 
um, and our journey. And so mm-hmm. I think that uh, I, th- I hope that, you know, our listeners were able to um, get something from this. You know, uh, you know, uh, Terry talked about acknowledgments and gratitudes and intention tonight. And we we hope that those are tools that you're already using on a daily basis. But um, if you're not, then then try just one gratitude, one acknowledgement, um, you know, uh, one intention, one thing that you want to practice uh, and and start small. Start small, and and I know that as you do so, um, you will see a difference. So we just we really want to thank you for coming back each week for listening. Um, we'd love to have you participate uh, more with comments on our Facebook page um, or calling in. We really want to involve you in this process. Um, I thank you, Terry, for being uh, being here and. Um, you know, us being able to do this together and always supporting me with uh, growing and expanding my point of view with um, with the things that you share with our listeners. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you.